This is the five minute focus for Tuesday, the 13th of December, 2022. The Todd Herman Show is 100% disapproved by big pharma, technocrats, and tyrants everywhere. Now, from the high mountains of free America, here's the Emerald City exile, Todd Herman. Today is the day the Lord has made. These are the times through which God has decided we shall live. Merry, Merry Christmas to you. Five-minute focus is a glance, just a quick glance at some of what's coming up in the next couple hours of podcasting. And if you would be so kind as to help the program thrive, an easy way to do that is to hit the share button on your podcast app and to share it with friends. Hour one, I'm trying to find a compelling reason why the party wouldn't sexually exploit children. I am really trying to find some way to say, no, no, there's a bridge. And they would never cross that bridge. And they would never do that to children. Now, we all know that there are adults who sexually assault children. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about on a societal scale why would the people who run the party not take that mindset that it's okay to carry out your sexual desires on children i know this is a spooky topic uh but i'm just looking at our good old friend pattern recognition as i think about this this is a headline from the guardian Humanity has become a weapon of mass extinction. United United Nations head tells the COP15 launch. Antonio Guterres calls for an end to destruction of nature as Canada pushes to protect so-called 30% of the earth. I'm looking at even the CDC being forced to admit that 45% of high school students are, in fact, so depressed that they cannot carry out daily activities of normal kids. And yet these are the same exact organizations, the CDC specifically, who carried out the procedures that led to all this. That is, the lockdowns, medically useless, politically motivated, politically advantageous lockdowns. Or we could just turn to abortion on an industrial scale. How does that all relate to sex abuse of kids? I'll explain it. Because to me, as I started to think about this, what is the compelling argument that they would not do this? It occurred to me that in their heads, from their so-called perspective morality, there is no real reason that they wouldn't do that. And so as to not live in my own bubble, I also turned to a gentleman who is a writer, a researcher, he's an activist, and I don't agree with everything he says, but man, dude is obsessive about tracking the World Health Organization, James Roguski. The types of things you're talking about are being discussed in the negotiations for a proposed pandemic treaty. And so if the international health regulations and the amendments are a Japanese bullet train, okay, and it's going to be here before you blink. Uh, there's a big old gravy train, you know, freight train with everything loaded onto it, all of the hopes and dreams of the people who 
want to take over the world. You mentioned, you know, food and, and, and farming and ranching and, and nutrition. Um, that falls under, uh, I believe it's Article 17 of their proposed pandemic treaty, which they refer to as one health. Yeah, and that does not mean our health. It means one source of food, one source of sustenance. That's our one. Our two, it's always interesting to look at something from the perspective of someone not yourself, like with James. And my friend Mike O'Rourke is such a guy. He is retired special forces. I started by asking Mike about what is going on with all these substations getting hit and how vulnerable are we? If during peak power demand, if you took out a certain nine stations in you know simultaneous or near simultaneous coordinated and sophisticated attacks, you could have cascading power failures going across uh, most of the country. Nine. <laughs> You could, you could really disrupt things with nine of these things done. And we got to talking about how secure are we, particularly business. You know what one of the top desires of the Chinese Communist Party is? Is to get into your business. Uh, and there are specific industries they're targeting. And they have specific ways to get in. But certainly, you're all buttoned up, right? I mean, it's not like, well, let's take, for example, this. You would think that naval bases were really, really buttoned up. In the military career, we, we you know, we've done. Uh, when I was in First Special Forces Group uh, way back in the uh, in the olden days when the world was still in black and white, um, we used to go and do uh, work against the uh, Navy facilities here. Um, key, you know, like Key Port Special Weapons Facility. Um, you know, where they they have a hyperbaric chamber um, there for you know if there's a like a diving accident where someone needs to be repressurized. You know. It's the easy matter. Well, one thing we did way back then is uh, we stole an ambulance, called in a diving accident, and rolled through the gates with the uh, with the lights and siren going, um, and then you know jumped out and ha- had our merry way with the base. So, with that, how secure is your business? And Michael Rourke, AOC Security Retired Special Forces, is going to talk about the ways in which the Chinese Communist Party infiltrates businesses, large and small, what they want. He'll also talk about the you know those police stations that they put here. Who's manning those? What is the actual Chinese Communist Party group that's manning those? And is anyone doing anything about it? Incidentally, what are they doing to Chinese nationals and, and, and American citizens with Chinese relatives? Michael Rourke joins us in Hour 2. That is the 5-Minute Focus. Please, as we near this Christmas Day, uh, have you yet decided how you're going to share with your kids the actual meaning of that birth? I hope you have.